Welcome to the Halacha Podcast. We're talking about some of the interesting customs and laws associated with the high holidays. Last week you mentioned about mitzvah belonging of the shofar in Rosh Hashanah. The Talmud tells us, Simona Milsa, that, that we do some certain things as a little bit of a hint. One of the ideas is eating different foods on Rosh Hashanah to serve as a simon, to serve as a little bit of a, of a, of a sign, of a hint, that God grant us a good year. Talmud gives several examples, and the halacha talks about other examples also, foods that are commonly eaten on Rosh Hashanah. Perhaps the most famous combination is that of eating apples and honey. We take a piece of an apple, dip it into the honey, and we make a little blessing. May it be the little before the Almighty that he should grant us Shanat Tava Amasuka, a good and sweet year. Now, obviously, there's much more than just the simple dipping of people's apple into honey in order to be able to ensure a good year. The idea, first of all, is to serve as a reminder to go to us and to be able to improve ourselves to be found deserving of a good year. It's also the understanding of putting us in the proper frame of mind. We find, for example, before Yitzchak gave his son Yaakov the blessings, he asked him to bring him a nice meal because the good meal put him in a proper frame of mind to be able to offer his blessings. The different foods that we eat in Rosh Hashanah also put us into a proper frame of mind to be able to pray, to make the proper requests on this day also. It's interesting, the little prayer we say may be a Shana Tova Masuke, good and sweet year. What's the difference between a good year and a sweet year? The apple, the apple though may be somewhat sweet, but the apple can seem somewhat tart also. The apple is dipped into the sweet honey. You have a combination of tartness and sweetness together. We know not everything that is sweet is necessarily good, and not everything which is good is necessarily sweet. A lot of junk food that may have been very sweet and very sickly sweet, as a matter of fact, but it's not very healthy. And there are a lot of healthy foods that may not necessarily taste very good. We ask the Almighty that the upcoming year should be a year that is both good and sweet. He should please treat us and give us with good things and things that we're able to appreciate, that we're able to enjoy also. Because again, not everything that's necessarily good for us is necessarily enjoyable. And not everything which is enjoyable is necessarily good for us. The combination of the apple and the honey together means that it should be everything should be good, nutritious like the apple, and really sweet like the honey also. Many people have the custom also to dip the challah, dip the bread into the honey too, along the same lines. Putting the honey on top of the bread, that bread representing sustenance, and that it should be sweet with additional honey. Simply with the custom to dip the challah into the honey all the way from the beginning of Rosh Hashanah until after Hoshana Rabbah. Hoshana Rabbah is 21 days later, the last day of Sukkot before Shemini Atzeris. That's considered the final conclusion of the Day of Judgment. So throughout that period of time, we have a little bit of a reminder. Whenever we eat the challah, dip it into the honey in order to serve as a reminder to pray to the Almighty that He grant us a good and positive and sweet year. It's also customary to eat the head of an animal. Some people have the head of a lamb. Some people have just the head of a fish. We say a little prayer, that this year we should be at the top of things rather than at the bottom of things. Sometimes there can be benefit to being at the bottom also. Pirkei teaches us that it's better for a person to be a tail, a tail amongst lions than to be a head amongst foxes. In other words, a person's, it's better to be 
in a in a greater community, a community that has greater aspirations, even if you're at the bottom, that to be at the top of a community that doesn't have those aspirations. Nevertheless, we ask, ask the Almighty, this year we should be at the top of things, at the top of, of good things, top of a community that is supportive, a community that does have aspirations to be able to grow and to be able to become great. It's also the customary to take different types of foods that the word, the title, the name of the food sounds some kind of implication of something which is beneficial or to avoid things which are not necessarily beneficial. For example, it's customary to take certain types of squashes, squash or some zucchini or something like that, which in Hebrew is called kara. Now, we say a little prayer, yikru, that kara also means to read, that yikru, that our, our merits should be read before the Almighty, the word kriya also means to tear. And we ask God that he should tear up any evil decrees that have been decreed against us. That the, the, again, the eating of these fruits and these vegetables remind us to, put our, to focus our prayers on the important things in life. Many people have the, have the custom to eat carrots. Carrots, interestingly enough, the Yiddish word for carrots is merin, which sounds like more. We ask, we ask Hashem that shenifred, that we should become that our merits should be increased. The Almighty should count all of our merits and bring them to our benefit. The Hebrew word for carrot is a gezer, which sounds like gzeru, which is a decree. So we say a little prayer that God should tikra roya gzardineinu, that the Almighty should tear up, tear up any evil decrees that have been leveled against us. Another custom mentioned is eating a piece of pomegranate. The pomegranate has many, many seeds. There too, we make the same blessing that our merits should be increased multifolds like, like, the, like the seeds of a pomegranate. Obviously, we're not asking the God to give us merits we don't deserve, of course, but we're asking him to give us opportunities for merits, to be able to increase our merits. That's something which is positive, something which is beneficial too. Another food that's commonly eaten by the by Rosh Hashanah table is many people have the of eating Fish, not only the fish head, but fish. There too, we should become as plentiful as fish. God, fortunately, the Jewish people over the course of time, the Torah tells them, you are the smallest of nations. We're a nation that, due to how old we are as a nation, we should be much, much greater, much, much bigger than we are. Unfortunately, over the course of time, due to many factors, persecutions, executions, suffering, different types of pogroms, and then, unfortunately, Holocausts, these things have wiped them out, wiped us out, decimated us. Assimilation also has wiped out many Jews, unfortunately, people that are lost to us forever because of assimilation. We ask Hashem, that we should become numerous and many, like a fish. A fish proliferates and multiplies very quickly. So we ask all the mighty along the same lines, too. Many people have the custom to eat spinach at the Rosh Hashanah table. The Hebrew or the Aramaic word for spinach is silka which sounds like the Hebrew word yistalek, which means to end. We say, he asked a little prayer, that the Almighty should decimate and get rid of our enemies. These are just some of the customs that are associated with the Rosh Hashanah meal. Again, obviously, it's not so simplistic to think that because I do this, because I eat these foods, therefore I'm granted automatically a good year. However, again, as I said, it's food for thought. It allows us to be able to think about these things, to pray for these things, and thereby hopefully be deserving of the Almighty's kindness. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Ever think about starting your own podcast? 
The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.